Good morning. What a wonderful occasion this is to have all of you here uh, in honor of an extraordinary woman and her family and an extraordinary organization, Special Olympics, as well as something of which the National Portrait Gallery is immensely proud, and that is the opportunity to preview for you this morning the very first portrait commissioned for our permanent collection, which is not of a president of the United States. And so, Mrs. Shriver, we are so honored that you are here with us. Many of you are aware that this project began a couple of years ago through the great generosity of a marvelous woman who was a docent here for many years at the National Portrait Gallery, Virginia Buchiever. Uh, funds became available from her to create something she cared a lot about, and that was the opportunity for artists from throughout the United States, not just the very well-known portrait artists, but others as well, to be part of a national competition and the winners of that competition would receive the opportunity to have their work hang here uh, in the portrait gallery. And so the first competition of the Outwin Buchiever Awards uh, opened when our building, so fabulously restored, uh, reopened to the public in the year 2006. And the first prize portrait was done by a wonderful human being and a terrific artist, David Lenz, and I'm going to speak just a little bit when I have a moment to introduce David. Uh, and his painting is called Sam's World. And Sam is David's son, uh, who's here. And Sam has a special affinity for Special Olympics. Uh, he's a Down syndrome uh, young man. He has a great passion and love for the world around him. The story behind the painting was matched by the exceptional quality of the painting. Now, the first prize included the opportunity to be the artist for a commissioned portrait. And we began that project not knowing uh, who might win and, more importantly, who the subject of that first portrait would be. David Lenz came to us and said, I would like the honor of doing Mrs. Shriver's portrait. And that just seems so right for all the reasons you know. Uh, and then David added his touch of brilliance and he said, what will make this a great project for me is uh, not only the chance to portray Mrs. Shriver and her commitment to Special Olympics, but also to include in the portrait itself five Special Olympians whose lives have been changed and touched by that organization and by Mrs. Shriver. And so that is what we are celebrating today. Uh, we're grateful to everyone who's come here, uh, all of those locally who are family members and dear friends, on behalf of the National Portrait Gallery Commission and our chairman, Mallory Walker, uh, it's uh, wonderful to greet you and have you here. 
Others of you have come uh, from far afield, from California, from throughout the United States, as you'll hear, and we hope you'll enjoy your time in Washington. So I want to now turn, on behalf of the Buchiever family, to David Buchiever, uh, who will give us a few thoughts about the competition and this project. Thank you, Marty, for that. Uh, I'm, I'm eager to see the portrait, so I'll, I'll, I'll be brief. For the Outwinds and the Buchievers, this is a great event because we're recognizing a great American, the work of a great artist, but also because the unveiling of David Lenz's portrait of Eunice Kennedy Shriver is an exclamation point marking the end of the first Buchiever portrait competition. Now, my mother, Virginia Outwin Buchiever, began discussing the idea of a portrait competition with the portrait gallery before the building closed for renovation in, in 2000. And from the start, a key element of the plan was for the first prize winner to receive a commission to paint the portrait of a distinguished American. But it was not specified how the sitter would be chosen. And I think we were very fortunate that David Lenz had definite ideas on this topic and played a leading role in selecting Mrs. Shriver as the subject of his commissioned work. My mother is no longer with us, but I have no doubt that she would be delighted with the first place artist and with the choice of Mrs. Shriver, a contemporary, a fellow diplomatic wife, and like her, a determined advocate of the causes she believes in. So, congratulations to you, Mrs. Shriver, on this recognition of your leadership in one of the great social movements that began in the 1960s and that have expanded uh, our, our ideas about equality and human rights uh, and for which America is admired throughout the world. Congratulations to David Lenz on completing a major commission that will take its place in the National Portrait Gallery alongside the work of Gilbert Stewart, Rembrandt Peel, and John Singer Sargent. And uh, congratulations to the portrait gallery, to Marty Sullivan, uh, Brandon Fortune, Sherry Wheel, and all of you who have worked so hard to make the portrait competition a successful and, we hope, enduring program. Well, David said it so well. And I would add that the ripples of this project are not only affecting our good friends in Special Olympics and Best Buddies and all of our other partners, but throughout the entire Smithsonian Institution of which we're part. Uh, and the commitment to diversity and access of the Smithsonian is really honored and made tangible uh, by uh, this wonderful portrait. Our lead sponsor for today, and many of you have been so generous in providing financial support, is the Coca-Cola Company. Coca-Cola has been a longtime supporter of Special Olympics and of the Smithsonian Institution, and we are honored today to have with us the CEO and President of the Coca-Cola Corporation, Mr. Mutar Kent. Thank you, Marty, and good morning, everyone. 
It's a wonderful, great privilege for me uh, and the Coca-Cola Company to be part of this special ceremony honoring a wonderful lady and friend also who represents the very best of American leadership, of American culture, and compassion. Mrs. Shriver is truly a visionary on so many different levels. When she first approached the Coca-Cola company about 40 years ago to be a founding partner of Special Olympics, she saw at that time that we also shared a vision of celebrating humanity and also moments of connection, moments of community, and moments of optimism. Since those early days, 40 years ago, we, we've had the honor of helping, supporting the Special Olympics movement in all corners of the world. And wherever we go, Eunice's legacy looms very large. From the spectacular opening ceremonies to the individual competitions, to the camaraderie of athletes and their families, there's truly nothing that is more uplifting, more powerful, and more positive than sharing the special moments of Olympics experience and Special Olympics experience. I've personally had the pleasure of attending the last two games, opening of the last two games last year in Shanghai and this year in Boise. And I can tell you that I personally came away from those events as a better person. It's impossible not to be touched and moved in that way. And that's perhaps the greatest gift that Eunice has given to me and also to millions of other people all around the world. So for that, Eunice, we thank you. We thank you and we congratulate you on this wonderful and historic tribute bestowed upon you by the National Portrait Gallery. Thank you so very much. Thank you. There are two connections that I want to take a moment just to uh, remind you of, and, and this is brief. But uh, you may or may not know that the National Portrait Gallery is one of the newer museums in the Smithsonian constellation. Or, more importantly, you may not know, that the authorization which made it possible was enacted under the presidency of John F. Kennedy. And so for the Kennedy family and the Shriver family, that's pretty special. We all know tomorrow is Mother's Day, and we were so hopeful that this weekend of Mother's Day would be the occasion uh, in which we could gather to honor uh, a woman who's been an exceptional mother uh, to an exceptional family. And speaking on behalf of the family, Bobby Schreiber. Good morning. Uh, those of you who know us know that uh, sitting down here, and, uh, standing here in front of my brothers and my sister is a very nervous-making thing. 
uh, I won't go into how I was selected for this, but um, <laughs> let's just say uh, here I am. There's a wonderful Yiddish word, mishpuka, which means the family in Yiddish that you've gathered to yourself. It's not only the blood family, but the family. And I see so many members of the Shriver family mishpuka here today. It's amazing. Uh, so thank you all uh, for coming. I thought uh, I would just tell a couple funny stories. Uh, and the first one uh, came to me as I was walking in here and saw the tremendous portrait galleries up there of all the presidents, uh, all of the men. And it reminded me of a story of seeing mother in Los Angeles about 10 years ago, where she would come out and visit Maria and I regularly. Um, and um, at one point, I was sitting at dinner with her, and she said, you know, I've got an idea for a movie. And in L.A., people tend to have ideas for movies. <laughs> Who would have thought Mother would have an idea for a movie? And I thought, okay, Mother has gotten the bug. What's the movie? She said, don't you think there have been too many movies about Jesus? <laughs> I said, uh, well, maybe. Why? She goes, there haven't been any about Mary. <laughs> you know that, right? There haven't been, no one has made a damn movie about Mary. I thought, that's not a bad idea. And lo and behold, uh, by hook and by crook, Mother was actually able to make for NBC a movie called Mary, the Mother of Jesus, uh, which ran on NBC and got a tremendous rating. And she was damn happy about it. She picked the writer. I see my friend Jim Burkus from the movie business here. Uh, and we made that movie. So uh, the idea that the first picture of this group is about a woman, I have to say, is a particularly uh, great uh, thing. Uh, the second thing I wanted to just tell a story about is this uh, summer, Special Olympics was selected by Sports Illustrated to be part of the Sportsman of the Year issue, which is their uh, big issue, and uh, the organization was uh, honored for its work over all the years and all the competition uh, that everybody knows about, and uh, somehow, once again, I was selected by my brothers and sister to go to that on a hot August night in New York City. Uh, and uh, I was thinking, what could I tell? What could the story? What would, Mother was quite angry that she was not able to go because one of her lifelong ambitions was to get the Special Olympics into Sports Illustrated and for it to be recognized as a proper sports program. So there it was. I was going down to represent her, and I thought, what should I say? What story should I tell? So I asked my brother Anthony, the only one of us who was not able to be here today, and he said, well, I've got the perfect story. I said, what is it? And here it is. When Anthony was in seventh grade here in Maryland, uh, where all of this began, incidentally, out at uh, uh, my mom's house in Rockville. Um, he came home from seventh grade, and he had just won a contest in the school, the 40-yard dash. He was the fastest kid in his class. And he came home. It was great, seventh grade. He got off the bus, the car, walked in the house, and saw mother there. She said, how was school today? She said, he said, fine, it was great. You know, I just won. I'm the fastest kid in my school. She said, oh, really? How, how, what was that? She goes, I won the 40-yard dash. And she said, 40-yard dash, how far is that? <laughs> she knows it's true. <laughs> She's smiling. Uh, Anthony said, well, here to that flagpole. And mother said, you want to race me? <laughs> and Anthony, seventh grade, said, OK. So she said, you say, on your market set, go. And he said, OK, on your market set, go. And they ran, and she won. 
And she said, well, you may be the fastest kid in your school, but you can't beat me. <laughs> that explains the psychology of all the Shrivers, in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> uh, the reason it's a great story to me is that, that the competitiveness, I just see Andy Leonard up here, who I've seen lift tremendous amount of weight, and Loretta Claiborne, who's competed in 20, I think 25? 26, and completed 26 marathons. Many of you know this. Um, and then Marty, who was in the games in uh, 68, the first ever Special Olympics Games, which were held in Chicago, who has persevered and worked at uh, Macy's, right? For many, 35 or some odd years, right? And um, uh, let's see, and uh, Erica is here also. Uh, uh, she's one of seven children. And uh, all of these athletes have, uh, you know, excelled. And the thing that mother really believed in as much as any single thing was, you know, you're a winner. And you're a winner if you can beat me. You're not, you're not a winner uh, just because you're a nice person. You're not a winner because uh, you tried, although it's a good thing to try. Uh, but you're a winner if you win. And, and there's a little tendency sometimes, I find, in... Uh, is everybody thinks it's all very sweet, you know, the Special Olympics, the mommy's so sweet, so forth. She's a competitor. And it's important, I think, to remember that today as you look at this picture of an incredible woman competitor and these incredible competitors, uh, that, they, that they, you know, worked uh, that hard uh, to be the best. Um, reminds me also of Coke. It's so great that uh, Mutar is here. Coke has been a sponsor of Special Olympics since 1970 when it really first began, and I, I, I've been to Special Olympics all, events all over the world, and you can be in Kathmandu in the smallest towns in the world at a Special Olympics event. There's always a Coke bottler or a person there who has supported that on the you know, smallest micro possible level, the, from the great Don Keough, who started that in uh, uh, 1970, 71, whenever it was, 72, uh, down to Muttar. The, 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 this company is more than a sponsor. They've really been a partner uh, to the movement uh, uh, throughout the world. And they're also very tough because I know, you know, I do a lot of uh, work, my day job in Africa, and wherever you go in the smallest town in Africa, you can find a Coke. The beginning, we had trouble getting medicine uh, out to people there, and people said, oh, you know, you won't be able to get the medicine out. And we always used to say to them, well, why is it the Coke can get the Coke out? <laughs> and, and we can't get the medicine to save these people's lives. Uh, and uh, that's been fixed in the last five years, six years, thank God. But uh, it was a thing that we always said, you know, Coke is a pleasant, uh, great product, but it's also a tough product. Uh, and they saw that, I think, the competitiveness in Mother. Uh, the most important advice I got from my siblings was keep it short, which I have now failed to do. I can see my brother Mark going, cut! Uh, so that's it. Thank you all for coming out. The Mishpuka for being here. I want to recognize two other members of the family who are here, my aunt, Ambassador Jean Kennedy Smith, and my mother's sister, and my cousin, uh, great Congress congressional leader Patrick Kennedy from Rhode Island. Stand up, Patrick. Thank you all very much. I think we... Uh, we're already uplifted, and now we're about to be especially uplifted uh, because this portrait is a collaboration, just as Special Olympics has been. 
uh, but driving the collaboration has been the artist, David Lenz. And I'm going to ask David to speak a little bit about the work of creating it. Now, sometimes we would show you the portrait and then have the artist speak, but um, a picture is worth a thousand words, and we're saving the best thousand words for after. But David Lenz, honored to have you here. Thank you, Marty. Um, and thank you to everybody at the National Portrait Gallery, especially Brandon Fortune. Uh, this is a, a tremendous opportunity and a tremendous honor. Um, and thank you, Mrs. Shriver. Um, it was a great, great honor to paint your portrait. I also want to thank uh, the five athletes who are in the painting. And when you see it unveiled, it's uh, from left to right, Erica Straka from uh, Wisconsin. And then next is Katie Mead. And next is Andy Leonard. Loretta Claiborne. And Marty Sheets. Your success has inspired thousands, if not millions of people already. And I believe you embody uh, Mrs. Shriver's work and legacy. More than five decades ago when Mrs. Shriver began her work, uh, attitudes were much different than they are today. There was widespread neglect, unconcealed abuse, and heartbreaking isolation. But contrast that with the scene last December at the Special Olympics Wisconsin State Bowling Competition, in which my son Sam, right over there, competed. And you'll see a bowling alley, the largest bowling alley in Wisconsin, 72 lanes, jammed to capacity. The decibel level is unbelievable. Uh, four athletes per lane. We got scores of coaches, volunteers, parents, family, friends, all there supporting, honoring, cheering, encouraging the athletes. And then think of similar scenes repeated in bowling alleys, high school gyms, track and soccer fields all over the world, 180 countries. And the scope of Mrs. Shriver's work can literally take your breath away. The different uh, visual elements that are in the painting uh, are there as metaphors. And you will see that, quite simply, Mrs. Shriver is leading us all from the darkness of that troubled past to the light of acceptance, the light of understanding, the light of community. Sometimes, uh, when the conditions are just right in the atmosphere, cold air suspends tiny little ice crystals in the sky, and the sunlight reflects and refracts off of these little crystals. And they form these solar phenomenon, uh, pillars of light and halos of light. The resulting display, when you see it in person, is so beautiful, it too can take your breath away. So the light that is Mrs. Shriver's work 
I feel is so far-reaching, so beautiful in its apparent simplicity, all are created equal, that it's like a ring of sunlight suspended in the sky. And in the painting, as you will see, Erica has recognized what a beautiful sight this is, Mrs. Shriver's work. And she's looking over her shoulder, beckoning us all to see it too. Thank you. Okay, we all waited for this moment. And so I am going to ask Bobby Shriver and David Lenz to assist me in the unveiling. Now, after we've done that, I'm going to ask your patience a little bit because we would like to have photographs for the record of members of the Shriver and Kennedy family uh, and uh, the Special Olympians and uh, their families uh, and uh, uh, several other folks who've been instrumental. Let's just take a short while. Uh, everyone, after the unveiling has uh, commenced, uh, can feel free to come up here close to the podium, but if you will leave clear the stairway so that those whose photographs are to be taken uh, can get up and down. I will greatly appreciate it. So, Bobby, David, let's have it. Okay. All right, David, you get on that side. If you'll be seated again for just a moment.